Landlords, here's a few ideas to help you through the mortgage interest rate increases. Mortgage interest rates have gone up and I know a lot of landlords that are really starting to feel the pinch because if your mortgage payments have nearly doubled, then the rent is not gonna be producing as much profit as it did a couple of years ago. Now, I'm not just gonna give you the obvious, increase the rent. That's one option, of course it is, but sometimes you're not able to increase the rent by enough to make the same profit you did a couple of years ago. And the other obvious option, if you're managed by an agent, is to take management back and self-manage, which I would not recommend. Yes, I know I have and own a lettings agency. That's not the reason I'm saying that. But if you are taking back management of your property or properties to try and save some money, then especially nowadays, I think that could end up costing you a lot more. So don't take back management unless you've got the full lettings management infrastructure and setup. The right people, the right systems, the right processes in place to be able to fully manage your property. So yeah, you can increase the rent to try and generate as much profit as you used to. And yes, you can take self-management of the property. Both of those might not be the right things to do. So there are a few other things that you can try. Pre-warning, these are not strategies. These are not definite routes to get your profit back. These are ideas. The first thing I want to tell you is to change your mentality about money as a landlord. You've got to stop thinking about money as a landlord and start thinking about it as a property investor. Now, whether you think you're a property investor or not is a different thing. I would argue that if you have a property that you rent out, you are a property investor because you're invested in property. Whether you think that you're an accidental landlord or you invested in a property on purpose, same thing. You are a property investor because at any point, you could sell that property and take the cash, but you're not. So you're leaving that cash in that property, therefore you are leaving an investment in a property investment. So hopefully you agree with me by now that you are a property investor if you have a property that you rent out. So now we've got past that, you have to change your mentality to be like a property investor rather than a landlord. What do I mean by that? Well, first of all, if you are thinking like a property investor, then you understand that some months you make more profit, some months you make less profit, some months you make no profit, some months you make a tiny bit of profit. Now, there are always gonna be occasions where you might lose money in a month to month basis. And that is just property investing. Actually, the mindset of a property investor is more can I make profit over 20 years? Now it might be that you make profit year on year for 18 years, but two of those years, you might lose a bit of money. But as long as you make profit overall, that's a good thing, right? So you have to start thinking like an investor. Start thinking differently as of now. 
Mortgage interest rates have gone up. We cannot change that. We cannot control that. But what we can do is start thinking differently about the profit. And the next tip will take that part to the next level and give you some actual ideas. But before we can start putting in place investment mentality strategies, I know I said that these aren't strategies, they're not really, they are ideas. But before we can start putting or taking actions like a property investor, we have to start thinking like a property investor. So that's the first part of thinking like a property investor, accepting that some months you make profit, some months you don't. Some months you'll lose money, some months you won't. And that is property investing. Your goal should always be, can I increase the value of this property and make profit over the next 20 years? If the answer to that is yes, and you'll keep asking yourself that question, then you've done well as a property investor. There are so many property investors that lose money because of bad property investments. But there are also so many landlords that end up losing money, getting stressed, having problems, because they're not thinking like investors, they're thinking like landlords. So start thinking about it in that way. Now the next part to that is you have to start understanding that right now we can't do anything about the mortgage interest rates. Now I know you all know that, but what do you do about it? So the part of the mindset that follows on to what I've just said is that you have to now arrange yourself and your entire life, your lifestyle, everything, including finances, everything, so that you are not reliant on that rental income. And that is gonna be tough for a lot of people. But really, you shouldn't rely on that rental income. You shouldn't get yourself into a position where you've got a rental property that you let to tenants and the income that you make from that property you rely on. You should never get yourself into that position because it's an investment. It's not a salary. It's not guaranteed. It's not reliable enough for it to be something you can live your life by. So if you are in that position, I'm not criticizing by the way, because so many landlords rely on that income. But if you are in that position, then it is definitely time right now to list all of your expenditure and then list all of your income in two ways. List your guaranteed income, your salary and things like that. You have to try and live your life to your guaranteed income. Now your rental income, if you're not the type of person that's gonna accumulate that rental profit and then reinvest it in things, if that's not you and you do use that money, you spend it on extra things, holidays, extra meals out and nights out and things like that, if that's you, then you have to make sure that your life is able to be comfortable from your guaranteed income and any additional income that you get that's not necessarily guaranteed is luxury stuff. It's just extra spending money and you don't rely on it. Now I know so many landlords that rely on that income and I'm actually, do you know what? There's one landlord that springs to mind that has been relying on the income, even gave up his job so that he just had the rental income coming in. And now he is really suffering. He's got to sell all of his properties. He's making a loss every single month. He's got nothing. He's in serious trouble because he relied on the income. And I hear that a lot, unfortunately. But anyway, now, once you've arranged your finances so that you're not reliant on that rental income, and you've got yourself into the mindset of some months you make profit, some months you don't. Some months you win, some months you lose. Get yourself into that 20-year mindset 
Now you can start planning for that. You can start arranging your rental property and you can start say, you know, getting into the into the mindset of, okay, look, if we're gonna go through five years of high mortgage rates and property prices falling and rent prices not going up with mortgage rates, you know, I'm, I'm thinking worst case scenario, but if you get into the mindset of, okay, what do I need to do to get through the next five years if that happens? Now, it might be that you don't necessarily just increase the rent. You don't take back management of the property, but you prepare yourself to not make much money each month for the next few years. Get that into your mindset. Now, that sounds horrible to a lot of people because a lot of people that are landlords are just regular people, which just normal people that have maybe had a bit of extra cash and been very clever and invested it into property. Or maybe you've inherited a property. Or maybe you've moved in with a partner and rented out the property you moved out from. You know, everyone's just regular people, really. So it's really horrible to think that for the last five years or 10 years or whatever it is, you've been enjoying profits and it's improved your quality of life and you've been able to buy more stuff and you've had a good time. And now for the next few years, you're not gonna be able to do that. Oh, that's hideous. But unfortunately, it might be the truth. As much as you like it or don't like it, that might just be the way it is now for the next few years. So, okay, hopefully the mindset thing was coming across there. Hopefully you get that idea. The next thing that you need to do is now reassess all of the expenditure in your life. And I mean this one, this one is serious. You also have to try and work out what is essential expenditure and what is not. For an example, if you've got multiple insurances, it might be worth reassessing your insurances. Maybe there are some combined insurances that cover all of the different insurances you've got. Or if you're a portfolio landlord, it might be worth considering a portfolio insurance rather than individual insurance policies on individual properties. That might save you some money. And by the way, even if it's 20 quid a month, it's worth it. Even if it's 10 quid a month, it's worth it. Because you have to get into that habit of optimizing your income and expenditure. They are both linked. You can't optimize your income without optimizing your expenditure because you're probably just throwing away money. There's also mortgage payments. Now, I'm not a mortgage advisor. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not able to give financial advice. I'm just telling you some thoughts that I'd had and sharing them with you. But if you have, for an example, a repayment mortgage, now that means when you are paying the interest each month and you are paying some off the actual mortgage each month, it might be worth looking into the options of an interest only mortgage. Now that's where you only pay the interest each month. You don't pay anything off the mortgage. Now again, that might seem really hideous to some people, but remember the goal. We're trying to make profit in 20 years, but if there's also something you can do right now to not lose money every month, then that might be an option for you. Now, by the way, if you want me to connect you with my mortgage advisor, who is a buy-to-let specialist, by the way, only does buy-to-let mortgages, he's a landlord himself, he's a property investor himself, so that's why I've been working with him for so long, because he understands all of it. I will just connect you with my mortgage advisor. I don't want any money for that. I will just connect you by email. So send me an email and I'll just forward your email on 
or I'll send you my mortgage advisor's details. Just send that to me directly. It's tom at sonegroup.co.uk or you can contact me through my Facebook page. That comes directly through to my mobile if you contact me on there. But do contact me and I will just connect you with my mortgage advisor. And obviously I won't do that if you don't contact me fair enough. You might be able to look into other options with your mortgage. If you're on a repayment, you could go to an interest only or something similar to that. Now, there are also other mortgage options available. So it's definitely worth looking to see where you could save some money. Now, what I would also say is that it doesn't matter whether you are still in some sort of fixed rate or, you know, you might be still within a two-year period. There might still be better options for you. If you're coming up to a renewal in six months and you're worried about what you can do, find out now. Why not? But also, there are your own personal expenditures. Now, we also know that energy has gone up through the roof. So if you're a landlord that's relying on that rental income and your energy costs have gone through the roof and all your other costs have gone through the roof and your own mortgage payments have gone through the roof, it's pretty grim. But that is what it is at the moment. We cannot control that right now. But what we can do is adjust our personal finances to make sure that we're not just wasting money, that actually money is going to the right places and we are saving what we can still save. We're investing what we can still invest and we're not just frittering away loads of money. How many of you have got all of the different TV subscription platforms that there are? Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus, Now TV, Sky TV, Virgin. Who's got all of them? <laughs> I have, but I've just got rid of Sky. I've now just got Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus because that's more sense. Actually, we found that we didn't really watch much Sky and everything we was we were watching was on all the others anyway. Saved a fortune on that. But I've done this. I've reviewed all my insurances. I've reviewed all my mortgages. I've reviewed all my expenditures, everything. This has both been for my business as well as for my own personal life and for my properties. So it's worth doing. I've saved a lot of money and I'm still making good profits on my properties. But there are a few mortgage renewals that are coming this year that are going to make me consider. And that brings me to the last one. One of the other considerations that I have is to sell properties. Now, the reason for that is because there are some properties that are tighter on profits than others. I'm kind of going against myself here when I'm saying do what you can do to keep hold of your property and just don't lose money. Or if you are going to lose money, make sure you're only losing a little bit and just accept that you're going to lose money for the next couple of years and then you're going to start being able to make money again. But there is also the option of selling a property here and there. Now, for me, that is a definite option because I've identified four of my properties that I'm thinking of selling because I think I can do better with the money that I can release from them. So if I do that, I'm probably going to be able to take a couple of hundred thousand, between 200 and 250, depending on what they sell for, which will enable me to reinvest that money into better properties that I can buy, refurbish, refinance, rent out for a bit of profit. Or I could do something else with that money. I might be able to buy another business with that property. I've bought five businesses so far. I'm just going through number six. And that might be another option. And I'm talking on a larger scale there. There might be those of you listening to that thinking, well, I'm not going to buy a business. Well, I'm not going to take out that much money and be able to buy more properties. No. But what you might be able to consider is if you sell 
one of your assets, sell one of your investments, you might be able to do something different with it. Or worst case scenario, and I don't recommend this, you might sell just to provide you cash flow for the meantime. Now, I don't recommend that because then, you know, once you get through these couple of years and you've spent your cash that you got from selling one of your investments or all of your investments, then you're going to have to start again. Again, in 20 years time, that might not have been the right decision to make. So I would certainly recommend try and get through the next few years. Just get through them and come out the other end with your investments. They might not make you a load of profit for the next few years. They might be troublesome. They might lose you a few quid. But what's the worst case scenario? What if you lose 50 quid a month for two years? It's just £1,200. That's it. And you're not losing it all at once. You're only losing it 50 quid a month. Cancel your Sky subscription and that covers that loss. We've got to get into the mindset of getting through the next few years. All of us. Now, if you need help, if you need advice... Remember, I'm not a financial advisor, but I own a letting agency and an estate agency and a property broker, which is like a property sourcer. I'm experienced in mortgages, so I can connect you with the right people. I can connect you with my solicitor. I can connect you with a really good eviction specialist. I can value your rental property. Look, and I'm not charging for that. I will just connect you with the right people to help you, or I would give you advice on what I would do. But one way or another, contact me and I'll help as many people as I can. Email me, tom at sonegroup.co.uk or contact me through my Facebook page. That goes directly to my WhatsApp. Or comment on this and I'll contact you. I'll reply to you. I reply to every single person that contacts me. Uh, I might not be able to keep that up, depending on how many people contact me. But get in contact. Don't suffer. We're all in this together.